Welcome to a brand new episode of We Might Be Overthinking This. I'm your host, Dara Rahim. And I'm your other host, Aliyah Rahim. So we have a very special episode today. Um, Special in kind of a sad way, not special in a good way. But hopefully, actually by the end of it, it will be good. And at least for me, it will be cathartic because I've been going through it this past week. She has. (laughs) Literally this past week. Um, so we decided to do this special episode because last week, um, the actress Naya Rivera, um, went missing on a lake after, while going boating with her four-year-old son. Um, she was missing for about five days and just this past Monday they found her body. Um, so she, uh, her little boy's okay. Um, but so yeah, this past week Naya Rivera died. And, and they um, found her body on the anniversary of Corey Monteith's Oh, yeah, sorry. Um, I guess to provide a little bit more context, Naya Rivera is an actress best known for her work on Glee, playing the character Santana Lopez. Glee kind of has a dark history since yeah. it's ended. One of the a other... dark ca- track record yeah, so far. Two, ca- two other cast members have died. Um, and the one that Derrida said, Corey Monteith, died seven years ago the day that her body was found which feels very symbolic that's certainly symbolic and you know and they were supposedly very close yeah they were very close and two of the kindest people um we met Corey Monteith we did meet Corey Monteith uh at the airport in Chicago and he was he was really nice first or second season of yeah definitely like literally no one was in the airport no you sat at him out of the corner of your eye like he was like in line at Starbucks and we ran back (laughs) and you're like I think that's Ben from Glee and I looked and I was like that absolutely is Ben from Glee yeah and like he was just that level of fame that like I didn't like wasn't intimidated to go be like hi like he's that level of fame yeah you knew he'd be excited to be noticed and Mm -hmm. he was like literally the most gracious person like and he took a photo with us took a photo with us asked us where we were going like was so super 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 nice he was actually just coming back from the white house they actually had just sung at the Mm -hmm. white house and he said it so casually yeah you're like where'd you just come from he's (laughs) like oh we were just like the castigly was singing at the white house and then they were actually on their or he and or no, I he think was, they were on their way to the And White he had House. actually just finished going on Oprah. That's why he was in Chicago. Oh my god. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So but yeah, he, he was so nice. Yeah. And I remember finding out when he died seven years ago and being incredibly sad. But for reasons that I'm going to go into, this Naya Rivera's death has hit me 
a lot lot harder um and i'm gonna try not to cry this episode because i've been crying this whole week um and i i i guess i want to start with like my experience and my story because i don't think it's a particularly unique one i actually from what i've been like reading online and like the the personal essays and like the just even tweets my story is just is actually so universal to how so many girls my age felt watching glee and watching santana lopez and why i i think so many of us are online being like oh my gosh why does this person's death who i didn't know personally feel so personal and like why am i crying right now and it's because she I guess the only way to describe it is just like go back to the beginning. Um, and I, I watch, first of all, Glee is such a crazy show. And it's like, it's a show that you cannot make fun of unless you are a serious Glee fan. Like that's just the way it goes. Wait, what? You cannot make fun of it or criticize it unless you're a Gleek. You don't. Okay. You just don't understand it. Okay. It's you definitely know. an acid trip. Yeah. <laughs> um. So anyway, I watched Glee like when it was on and I watched it like from the pretty much from the beginning Um, and a lot of my friends watched it. You know, we would talk about it after the day after it aired. You know, kids, this is before Hulu and before even maybe we had DVR probably. Yeah, I think we had DVR. But you definitely watch shows live more. Yeah. Um, It was more of a television event. Yeah. Um, so Naya Rivera played the character Santana Lopez, who at the beginning of Glee had zero lines yeah. and was really not supposed to be a big part of the show. She ends she ends the show at the in the season like certainly one of the main characters by and large, even eclipsing some of the people who started out as main characters. Yeah. Um, and so yeah, so that is to say that I was always kind of a Glee fan. Um, and so. In high school, I think, obviously not like, um, I was like really struggling to figure out my sexuality. I was just like so confused by the way I felt because for so many reasons. And I think like I just didn't, I grew up in a like, and this is a lot lot, lot of people, you just like no one else was either, not that they weren't going through it because actually in hindsight, finding out so many people I went to high school with were queer mm-hmm. or like it's yeah. not like no one was going th- else was going through it but certainly no one was talking about it yeah. as as one does you know you're tra- you're like you think you're the only one you don't you're still not you can't even really put a name on it yet like you don't really know what's happening like I was like I didn't know if I was gay or bi or like god forbid going through a phase <laughs> or if i just like didn't like any of the boys in my high school which was certainly true because they all definitely <laughs> possibility yeah yeah and you know like there was no one who was seriously that i knew gay or bi or queer or anything and my friends were just it was just like you it was just it wasn't like they were like homophobic and people were calling people like faggots or anything but like it was just assumed that you were straight and it was you were it was just like what boy do you like like what who do you have a crush on and i'm and like and it was also just like you always had to like somebody mm-hmm. it was just like i was like guys are you going to the same school as me like who the heck do yeah. you like like they all suck yeah they all, <laughs> all the boys so here suck gross. oh my god um so i spent a lot of time like just being <laughs> yeah 
just spending so much time being confused and not knowing a how I felt and then and then after that it's like even if I knew how I felt it's like okay how the hell am I gonna come out and tell people that this is how I feel because no one else is talking about it no one else is doing that and I'm probably forgetting other shows so 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 when you're feeling like this as a as a young queer kid you look and you have no one else around you who's going through this that you at least know of you look to tv and movies so much to like provide some sort of example of like how to do it and like what the heck is going on Mm -hmm. and especially at that time like kids these days have like it's not perfect but like when you when you have like Kate Blanchett playing Carol yeah I did not have that yeah you know I like like and then a lot of like people my age talk about like you have to settle for like such bad movies or tv shows and bad like writing bad writing and like problematic storytelling problematic mm-hmm. low budget just to like get an inkling of anything yeah of any kind of semblance of like what you feel and like what you look like yeah and so I'm probably forgetting some shows right now that like provided me with some kind of like hope or south of nowhere so i was gonna say (laughs) that's what i was gonna get to it's like the other show besides glee and santana lopez was certainly south of nowhere yeah south of nowhere was a show on the n Mm -hmm. which was just like and it was about two girls who met in high school and they fell in love and that is a great show and i'm not gonna spend too much time on it but that definitely was a big like yeah oh my god that's how i feel too yeah but I think what is so different about Santana Lopez is see and like so like A South and Nova was a small show that like no yeah, one really knew of. Very small. It feels so much different and it feels so much more validating to have Santana Lopez on Glee, which was a huge show, prime time on Fox, and for it to like like to not feel like it was kind of a niche thing. Which can sometimes feel like when you're just like searching for like sh- movies and shows, and it's like you got to go to like watch some like Swedish film that no one's right. ever heard of. Like to have it be like at eight o'clock on a Tuesday, like to have her saying the things that she said yeah. was like earth shattering. And not only wow. that, that Santana Lopez looked like me, yeah. you know, to have this black girl, she acted like me. We were both like very like just like the bitchy girls in school so like I related to her I always I had already liked her and she was already my favorite character before right. the queer Prior story to finding out that she was queer yeah mm-hmm. th- or already started like she, she was on Glee she's the funniest character she's by so funny. far yeah so I and I thought she, so I thought she was so funny she's beautiful like I so I was already like saying Hannah love yeah. her like into that but when the storyline developed of her falling in love with Brittany her best friend it was like wait 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 like I actually um remember specifically the moment I was actually sitting here on this couch in that spot right there me and mom were watching Glee and it was the episode where and I was like actually half watching I remember like being in my phone um and because it was just like Glee like it was Glee's just like you know you're in you're out whatever Um, and I remember being on my phone and there's, there's a scene that like, I'm sh- that lots of my like queer girls know by heart. There's a scene by the locker where she finally tells Brittany how she feels and that she wants to be with her. And I remember her saying the world's like, I love you. I want to be with you. And let me do a lot of thinking. What I've realized 
That's why I'm such a bitch all the time. I'm a bitch because I'm angry. I'm angry because I have all of these feelings. Feelings for you that I'm afraid of dealing with. Because I'm afraid of dealing with the consequences. And Brittany, I can't go to an Indigo Girls concert. I just can't. I understand that. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? No, not really. I want to be with you. Looking up from my phone and like, this maybe not actually happened, but it felt like my jaw dropped. Mm. I was just like, whoa, like what? Because this is actually in a time where like, I was kind of just like, I will deal with these feelings of my sexuality and being confused later. Mm. I had really put it on the back burner and I was just like, I can't deal with this now. I don't know how to deal with it. I will figure it out in college, mm-hmm. which seemed like a an easier place to do with, yeah. deal with it. And and that was, it was like, wait, someone is saying how I feel, and and it's just and I'm yeah, it was it's just like wow, I, I I can't and I and I know that this is like, and I say this because I didn't from what I've seen online that like so many girls were tweeting like that was the moment that like made me feel like I was seen and I was heard and and I saw some other people saying like that gave me this extra step to like come out like I came out like people I saw someone say like after Santana came out I came out a month later Wow! and even though I didn't end up coming out till years later I know like for like no doubt that she shaved off years of me being in the closet and like years of that I would have like spent more time being confused and angry at my feelings and like not knowing what to do and how to talk about it and like she literally provided vocabulary like vocabulary that I like when she came out I like and I and I feel that I'm saying this because like I've also seen other people say this like we took those exact same words and like used them to come out. Like yeah. she provided, yeah, she provided yeah, the, the, the blueprint. Yeah. And, and, um, and it wasn't just the character of Santana, although obviously that's a huge part of it, but like, I think why Naya Rivera feels so special because I mean like a, how many like straight people are actual queer icons? Like I, there's not a lot like yeah. now there kind of is in kind of a joking canon way of like like oh this girl's really hot like yeah like Kate Blanchett like that's kind of a queer icon mm-hmm. but like but um but like Naya Rivera specifically is because of the things she did outside of the show you know the whole Santana Britney storyline started out as like a joke and she said that like she really pushed them to take it seriously because it's not a joke to some people it's people's real life and that it could have been like then that it was a storyline worth telling yeah and that also like meant a lot that like a lot of times you have actors play queer characters just as like a way to like get a fan base Mm -hmm. and uh this was kind of early on on like the queer baiting like tip that can be done a lot now but like she was one of the first people who like got that queer fan base and like really cared about it and like took care of it and like didn't think it was just like a way for her to get famous Famous, and like um yeah so that I think is like like it feels like 
it feels like I'm I'm so far I'm in such a different place now in my sexuality I'm very comfortable I'm proud in it now but like that little girl that like that 15 or 16 17 year old girl like was not who I was am now and like I don't and like Santana and I Rivera just is such a big part of how why I'm so comfortable now and I just owe her so much to that because I don't know I just don't know where where I would be if I didn't have that I didn't have her saying how I felt and yeah um I've written down a lot because there was just like so much that I want to say and like to like kind of honor her and like because I think she did know like how much she meant to so many young girls and that like like I saw someone tweet like um she awoke a generation of girls and that is so true like it brings me a lot of comfort to know that it actually wasn't just me and that so many other young girls were watching her thinking the exact same thing and like feeling the exact same thing and it makes me feel like oh this girl really was special I wasn't just like I don't know like yeah she really was special and like um and and yeah specifically to have her like at that age like like now I can watch shows with queer characters and like really enjoy it but like I don't need it as much to like validate my own experience and like obviously I love watching when there's a queer character on tv and we'll get into that later but like Santana coming into my life at that age like was just perfect and like and it also it's like why representation is so important and it's not just like something that that tv writers say or like what that fans say like it can really like it's not an understatement because I know so many other people have said this online and said written this like it is not an understatement to say that like she changed our life like 100% and there's so many things um like yeah I think like the like I said like she started out as like a background character and the more and more she became a the one of the stars of the shorts of the show and like moved into the front and center like the more I felt like validated Mm -hmm. because you can often have tv shows where like they bring in a character and they bury the queerness they bury the queer character yeah like maybe they have a couple air episodes but then someone dies and then Mm -hmm. like that's just it and it was just like a fun arc to do but like to have her be a star of the show and to have right. her and Brittany be one of the main, main relationships, relationships yeah. on the show was also huge and to like even like like to he- to hear them sing songs to each other where they change the pronouns mm-hmm. like to she was was yeah it was everything to watch her and Brittany sing I want to dance by s- with somebody by Whitney Houston I can't tell you how many times I watched that over and over again and how fun that was to see to like just see them treated like every couple yeah. like yeah like who wants to watch Rachel and Fed when you can watch Santana and Brittany yeah. <laughs> and yeah they were in like that she really was just like the heart of the show and on screen and behind on screen the yeah and it is also well. like like seeing all of her cast members tributes to her yeah oh like my gosh. they're so that like that like she actually that she was so much kinder like I think that like 
she was just a sweet, warm person yeah. and like brought a lot of light to the show. Like you would think, like I remember, like Supergirl posted on Instagram, mm-hmm. like when I got to set, like she was so beautiful. I was intimidated by yeah. her, but she came over and made me feel so welcome, more than she even needed to do. Yeah, and, and a lot of the new kids said that same mm-hmm. thing that like she was nice and welcome to me to me when she really didn't have to right. be, and that I think says a lot yeah. about like who she is and yeah. Um, I, I'm trying to, like, I want to, um, yeah. And so I want to kind of read a couple of things that I've seen people post. Um, uh, like there are just so many performances and I'm going to like cut them into the episode, but like when she performed someone like you mm-hmm. mash up with rumor has it. Yeah. I mean, that's iconic. If there are 5 million views on that YouTube video, I'm a million of them. Yeah. Like, I watched it so many times. Then, like, the scene with Finn. Yeah. Where she, like, she slaps him. She slaps on. Finn because he deserved it. Yeah. Because he Yeah. Um, yeah. And there was, like, uh, like, someone wrote, sorry, one second. This, this actually, this writer, Heather Hogan, wrote um, that. There's no TV character besides Ellen DeGeneres, and I don't even think Ellen DeGeneres is, but I understand what she's saying. Yeah. Besides Ellen DeGeneres, that has had as big of an impact on culture and our politics as as Santana Lopez. And that it's essential to understand that Santana changed things on a micro level. And that, yeah, and that, like, for so many young girls, like, it wasn't just, like, a political thing. Like, she, we people who were like young girls who were sad and confused found something in in her and now they're they're these proud and out and open women and um yeah and I think it's also kind of like important because um like there well I mean a lot of the things like the importance of representation like she also changed my life in a lot of other ways where like I started feminist forum uh in college with my friends because we would sit around and talk about for one St. Hannah Lopez and how much we loved her yeah. character and how important she was and that was like well why don't we talk about these issues with like other girls and just like that small little thing like you know I st- we started fan feminist forum and like it gave us the ability to talk about not just tv but like political issues and like a big space and like that gave me the confidence to do other things like the ripple effect that she had is just is yeah infinite and um uh and I guess like I kind of want to talk about like other things like um sorry I'm giving a second maybe I'll edit out my ums um Oh, someone else wrote that, like, this woman, Heather, um, I don't know her last name, uh, that, like, one other thing, great thing about the character of Santana Lopez was that, like, she wasn't perfect, and she wasn't this, like, nice, cliche, like, kind of fragile gay character that, like, heterosexual people can just, like, kind of wrap up and be like, oh, you're kind of like us, like, Mm -hmm. but I thought she was, like, also mean and bitchy and just obviously, like, hilarious and not white and like those other things like it humanized her in a way that like we had never seen a gay character on tv before um gosh like i mean when she sang uh songbird by fleetwood mac to britney like 
I think a lot of people have seen me also be like, she transformed that song. And it's like, how many people can say that they transformed a Fleetwood Mac right. song? Like, that's a handful of, like, yeah. of of people that to say that. Um, and, like, yeah, I just feel like. Like, like her and the Dixie Chicks. That's yeah, right, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> or, excuse me, the uh, Chicks. The Chicks, Sorry. yeah. And I just remember, like, um, you know, people like people being like, sh- like, she gave us the dialogue to like come out like when she was coming out to her abuela like she just that speech i like watched a thousand times and like her being like every like i i need to stop fighting this i felt that way i felt like i was fighting i was pushing up against a wall and she's like she says i need to just be me i i feel like i'm fighting a war and i have to just be me i love girls the way that i'm supposed to feel about boys it's, it's just something that's always been inside of me, and I really want to share it with you because I love you so much. I want you to know me, who I really am. When I'm with Brittany, I finally understand what people are talking about when they talk about love. And I've tried so hard to push this feeling away and keep it locked inside, but every day just feels like a war. And I walk around so mad at the world but I'm really just fighting with myself. I don't want to fight anymore. I'm just too tired. I have to just be me. And that was like, I'm sure I used those lines in in some version when I was coming out to people that like, I have to just, or maybe I was just, maybe, it, maybe I'm it's hard to remember now, but it's just like maybe those were just the words I actually used to come out to myself. I was just like, Aaliyah, stop it. Like you're fighting a war that you're all you're gonna lose. Just you have to be yourself and you, and just like Santana is. Like if yeah. she can do it, so can you. And um and I think what's so sad about losing her is it, it also just like on a grander scale reminds you of the fragility of life and that like we think that we're just going out for a a nice day on the lake and you might not come back and to really appreciate the people around you that you love and appreciate life and you don't know how much time we have here but I think if if most of us get out of this life kind of at a net zero you know you don't you don't you don't no harm, no foul, but you're not curing cancer, most of us. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you just, oh, my God. <laughs> you're escaping. Such positivity. And then, okay, let's be honest. Most let's of us be, aren't doing shit. Let's be honest. Most of us aren't doing shit. All right, okay. We're lucky if we just don't go to prison for murder. Exactly. Exactly. People don't get to do that. Like, yeah. even people who have reached higher, higher levels of fame of her than her, like, to have a actual meaningful impact on people's lives in a real real way um is remarkable and like i said it's not just the character of santana lopez it is how naya portrayed her because trust me i watch a lot of shows that i would watch just for the queer characters and it all most of the time it leaves something to be desired, yeah. you know, but she believed in this character. She loved Santana. She believed in the storyline of her and Brittany and that it was special. And 
and that's why it's just like it's not just like oh my god this girl from glee died at the house at like naya rivera died and she changed girls lives and i hope she knows it i think she does um but yeah i just so i kind of wanted to just do this episode because i've been feeling a lot of feelings about this and i i also kind of like i think one of the things i why i feel this like so kind of torn up about it besides like the little girl in me who like needed to come out so badly but also like i kind of like when i heard about the news i was like oh my god like naya rivera like oh yeah like how like kind of like how dare i forget like what she did for me like she did so much for me and it's i don't yeah it's just i have no words to kind of thank her for that because yeah it would have taken but it would have taken me a lot longer to come out and it would have been a hell of a lot harder than it was because of because of her and um yeah so I just kind of wanted to take some time to like process these feelings and honor what she did and so I, I don't know but yeah so thank you Naya thank you yeah for everything and kind of pivoting a little bit um like I was talking about how pivotal like the age that I found that I was watching Glee and like found Naya Rivera kind of um I'm able to like I said like watch shows now and not feel so invested that like my like life is on the line but like so like you can let problems go a little bit more yeah yeah um that uh shows like the bold type who has um uh that I can watch the bold type now and like be like kind of like want see myself in it in the character of Kat Edison who is um a black queer woman on the show and who I've like loved watching and like the bold type again just like every show and similar to Glee has so many problems but one of the like the like silver linings has always been Kat and like her kind of figuring out her sexuality a little not late in life but like you know she was 24 25 when she came out and like um that was cool to see and she was like exploring this new love she falls in love with a muslim lesbian which had never been on tv before that's another character and like you can and similar to naya rivera like the woman who plays uh cat edison like Aisha D, like you can really feel that like she really loves this character as well. Yeah. Um, and so the show has been on for about four seasons, and so like I said, she has had this really progressive and radical like coming out story where like she just kind of like lean like struggled with these feelings for a second and then like leaned into like exploring this like new love that she was able to find, and um, and then season four happens or like sorry ha- the second half of season four happens and oh, wait this is this just the second half of season four yeah like so all the episodes that like i've been watching it was just the second half of season four yeah yeah so did i not see the first half of season no four? you didn't um yeah okay. so second half of season four um okay now like, yeah cat edison starts dating this like re- not just like this republic this conservative republican lesbian but like 
she I'm guessing the first half of season four is the guy guy who she got fired that's like her dad right yeah so okay so maybe like sorry. some contacts no just <laughs> yeah, because like contacts, it just yeah. clicked for me i was like yeah. oh that's what happened so in, the in season, season four. four the first half of season four um i've only seen the second <laughs> half of season <laughs> four i've seen a couple episodes like while Leo's there, watching it they yeah. were never my jam like yeah. no hate just like never really were my jam but I got invested, I think, because of quarantine boredom <laughs> yeah. in the episode that Aaliyah's been watching. So I yeah. know all pretty much about season four, second half. Yeah. Sorry. So, yeah. So, sorry. Season four, the beginning of season four, Kat Edison gets the head of the board at her company. I don't know how they do it. Like, the C- he's not the CEO. Like, it's, just, they make it up. Like, yeah. just make up a title. Like, the CEO of her company. Whatever. Yeah. Someone very powerful. She gets him fired because she finds out he donates to a politician who, um, who, who specifically, like, does, um, conversion camps. Or, sorry, who, conversion like, Conversion therapy. Belie- conversion therapy and believes in conversion therapy. Right. And so, so she exposes him, gets him fired. fired. Yeah. And um, then second half of season four, she c- coincidentally meets his daughter, right. who is also a conservative Republican. Yes. Who is, but is, is, a, is a lesbian. Yes. And they do this kind of like enemies to lovers thing, which is a. But like the Republican lesbian character like doesn't is very anti-immigration yes oh yeah sorry um You're she's right. supposed to like yeah so she's not just like uh your a financial what are, the, your what are gra- those i i mean economic what do they say? yeah it makes no sense like she's not your socially grand- liberal she's not your gra- grandpa's yeah i don't know i don't yeah. even know she's what not, republicans say about themselves yeah socially liberal but like economically republican and she's not sure. conservative yeah that. that's what they say she's not that she believes in like she's anti-immigration she's basically a trumpster yeah. like they don't they don't use trump in the show no. but, but like you know she would have the red herrings are yes there. you know she would have voted for trump mm-hmm. and that she believes in all of these things and all these really staunch like problematic harmful yeah. policies and so to have cat who was this radical a liberal who dated a Muslim lesbian who was also an immigrant Mm -hmm. who they both struggled to get her a visa. Like half of their relationship is like keeping her in the country. Like it's built on that. That she would then go and date a woman who believes in hardline immigration and keeping children in cages is... I mean, we're watching a different show. Yeah. Like it's insane. Like, I don't even know what you would say about it because, yeah. like, I don't even know if there's a real person out there who would do who that. would do that. Like, I'm who really trying to stretch my imagination. No. Like, I don't know yeah. if that person exists. I I really don't. Like, maybe, but like maybe their character sucks. But like, and Kat's character is like one of the best things about her. Yes, and she's not like I can't stress enough like how much Cat like wait like how her politics are a part of her personality like yeah earlier in the season she turns down a job because they wouldn't let her tweet about her politics and like a six-figure job a six-figure job like that blew my mind i was like wait yeah. wait when she turned that down i was like where was she going like, yeah <laughs> <laughs> like because they wouldn't let her tweet. tweet like girl but then she's so willing to push her politics to the side for this like woman who's not even cute i mean they put like can you talk about the conversation at the bell where so kat starts a podcast because right now she's unemployed Mm -hmm. Uh, so she starts a podcast and she wants this republican 
to come on to our show. At this point, because she doesn't know that like she's a lesbian. Re- right, yeah. Okay. She, she just thinks it's going to be good ratings. Right, to, to have, like, the contrast of their politics. Yeah. And the woman refuses because she doesn't believe that Kat knows how to have the kind of conversation uh, with a conservative and thinks that she'll just, like, browbeat her down and it won't be, yeah. like... Which is... It's problematic in itself. Yeah. But like Republicans always do that to liberals. Yeah. Like, oh, you don't know how to have a constructive to, yeah. conversation. Like, we can't just like when like the problem is not that like we're agreeing to disagree. We're disagreeing on human rights issues. Yeah. Like, this is not a like you believe in big government and I believe in small right. government. Like, no. Like, this is life or death. Yeah. Like, literally. Yeah. And there's no let's just agree to disagree yeah tomato tomato so <laughs> in order to like for cat cat so cat for some crazy reason feels she needs to prove herself to this yeah woman, which cat blows my mind do. like i don't know i'm like disturbed that they set it up like yeah. that so cat really feels like she has to prove herself to this republican woman so she goes to a mixer at this bar that she's working at that's like a woman uh networking event Mm -hmm. and it's all conservative women and so she sits down and there's two women in front of her talking about um gay people and how they don't want their children exposed to them Mm -hmm. how it's not normal and they're sick of the gay agenda yeah and cat has to bite her tongue and like kind of like hold a dialogue with them which is like horrifying and like and when she does it, like, the Republican woman, like, congratulates her and like, okay, like, I guess, like, I can, like, be on your podcast. Like, you pro- prove that you know how to. And it's like, that's really problematic. Yeah. You know, especially for a show on Freeform that's, like, I'm sure the Supposed demographic is, like, 16 to 24. Yeah, yeah. For that to show that is, like, like that's okay to, ha- to hear that and mm-hmm. have to ingest it mm-hmm. as okay is, like. Yeah. It's not okay. And at one point, I and I forgot about this, but I kept seeing it in, like, articles that I was reading. Because so, I've been, like, so many articles have been, like, wow, the bull type is really fucking up this great queer black woman that, character that they originally had. And they're, like, just, like, what are they doing? And, like, I'm, so I'm, like, not, like, we're not alone in, like, thinking that this is right. wild. So many other people have been online, like, talking about mm-hmm. this. And one scene that, like, I forgot about is that, like, at one point, cat gets fired for like for kind of getting into a little tiff with one of the customers at the bar oh she gets that's into. right and then this girl no, i think the tiff is with uh, is it with yes ava because Ava's she, the republican lesbian because she then she gets her job back she she's gets like her job back. uh-huh and it's like oh thank you is white. Ava, is that the character's name yeah. okay it's like this white conservative mm-hmm. is like getting is like she's allowing this black girl to work there yeah. like it's because so like the black girl like stepped out of yeah, line yeah it's, it's and like so the gross. fact that like cat like the only okay so like the thing is like the bell which is what it's called in the show yeah. is supposed to be wing the wing the wing yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's supposed to be the wing which is a real life like new york all women's social club yeah so that's what the bell is supposed to represent on the show mm-hmm. and like the other two main characters who are white are like members of it one one of the girls is a member the other girl isn't okay well she'd be in there drinking and yeah hanging they'd out, be in there a good time. yeah and cat is only in there as the bartender as the bartender and there is nothing wrong with bartending no done it many a time no 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 however there's something that doesn't sit yeah. right with the portrayal of how she ends up in the bell yeah. and it makes it seem like 
so she's there. She's making people drinks. She's, you know, fussing tables. Mm -hmm. And then she speaks her mind and gets fired by a white woman. And then a white woman gets her job back. Like, it's... Yeah. It makes no sense. So this has been the last like eight episodes of the season that's really taken this like negative turn where I've been like, what show am I watching? The Bull Tag used to be like such a like light joy. Like, yeah, like I like looked forward to watching it every yeah. week. Like it was just like. And they dealt with politics. Yeah, they always dealt with politics, but and it was supposed like, to be progressive. Yeah. But it was obviously on freeform, so yeah. like don't. There's only so much they can do. Right. There's only but so much I still they feel knew. like even the couple episodes that I saw, like with yeah. you from the p- previous seasons, like they dealt with it really well. I was like, yeah, oh, the storyline with like her Muslim girlfriend, like this is really cute. Yeah. Like this is really good. Yeah. And so, uh, so uh, but like watching these episodes recently, I've just been like. I honestly don't like at this point I'm like hate watching it. Ali, I mean, what have the words that I've been yeah. using? And I've been like, I don't know how much longer I can watch it. And I'm like, and it's kind of like, am I going crazy? Like, do I not know this cat? Like, I thought I knew her. And I'm like, now I do not. I mean, I think for purposes of this show, we're gonna keep it to cat. But yes. like, we're not even gonna talk about oh, the no. other the but, other like, the words that I've used when we've been watching it is this is dangerous. Yeah, this is insane. Yeah. and this is like obviously like an all white right room and it's like i feel like they're trying to twist progressive politics to like be able to be palpable for middle america yes and like that's like dangerous yeah and so but so then last night um got my phone in my face as i do (laughs) and ow i just let me ouch um got my phone in my face as i do i open instagram which i really haven't been doing lately dara as you know and uh the actress aisha d had posted this really long instagram post like, i know you love her but you have to specify that that's the woman oh, girl sorry. who plays cat aisha d is the girl that plays cat sorry and i'm not gonna read the whole thing because it's very long yeah but I'm gonna just, just like, give us the bullet points. i'm just give gonna us the highlights. bullet point it um she starts off with talking about her experience and like growing up doing television and or growing up in Australia and in a very white space and being the only black girl and how much discrimination she received from that. And then she go, she talks about how much she loves the bold type. And you really do understand that. Like I follow all these girls on Instagram and like they're, actually best friends in real life and not in a fake way like they really are like they two of the girls were in the girl's wedding like they're very close they really feel these characters and they believe in this show so she talks about like you know i'm prefacing all this with i love this show and i wouldn't criticize it if i if i didn't love it Mm -hmm. and she talks about how white the writer's room is Mm -hmm. and how it took two seasons to get a person of color in the writer's room and um, the fact that they have are telling us that they were telling a storyline about a black woman and a lesbian woman fall, um, falling in love and that there's never been a queer black or Muslim writer in the room. Yeah. Um, that they haven't they've only had two black women direct episodes out of the four seasons of the entire show. Um, and then you get into this story that we've been talking about her relationship with this character Ava who is a conservative Republican lesbian Mm -hmm. and she says 
The decision to have Kat enter into a relationship with a privileged conservative woman felt confusing and out of character. Despite my personal feelings about the choice, I tried my best to tell the story with honesty, even though the cat I know and love would never make these choices. It was heartbreaking to watch Kat's story turn into a redemption story for someone else, someone who is complicit in the oppression of so many, someone whose politics are actively harmful to her communities. And that was... I was shook. Yeah. To have someone with not a lot of power in the industry. Yeah. Despite being the star of a show. I mean, come on. You don't know her name. She's the star of a freeform show. Yeah. Like, this isn't Gwyneth Paltrow right. speaking. No, yet. this is a really big deal. This she's putting a, her neck on the line. She's putting her absolute neck on the line. Not five years after the show has been on. Right. On, after the... And, like, saying in some interview, like, oh, yeah, that was really, that like, was I hated, like, that storyline. No, she's saying it she's saying the it right day now. before the season finale airs. Yeah. And she's just, she's saying what so many of us have been feeling. That, yeah. Like, this is crazy. Why is Kat doing this? This is not, this is not the cat I know. This but is not I kind of assumed sh- that she felt that way. Just did, because it was so wild. I did, too. But, like, to hear her actually say no, it. for sure. Yeah. Is, is, Yeah very validating very validating and she even talked about something that i've talked about which is that like she says um uh the level of care nuance and development that has gone into the stories centering white hetero characters is inconsistent with the story centering queer characters and people of color i do not believe this is intentional we cannot bring specificity and honesty to experiences we have not lived and just going more into snap girl like you know, having an all white or majority white writers room tell these stories involving a black girl and a a lesbian Muslim f- is like, yeah, like the the discrepancies between her storyline and her relationship was always different than the two other white girls and their boyfriends and yeah. their straight boyfriends, and that was also really validating to hear because it's like, at some point, yeah, I could add up the minutes that like they got on screen and. But, uh, but, yeah. but she's that? been like clocking this yeah. from like even the previous get. seasons, and yeah. to have her talk about that is like huge. And so then, like the latest latest development I saw was that they the Freeform took back the screeners that they sent out to writers. Screeners are advanced copies of episodes or movies that that shows send to writers so that they can write about them in advance. Yeah. And that they had disabled their screeners because they were making changes to the season finale, which is supposed to be tonight. And this yeah. came out last night that they were making changes. So I and she posted she this posted this last, last night, night as well. And she did say in her post that she had been talking to the writers and the heads of Freeform and the Bold Type before posting or after she posted. That was in the post. She said like I've been talking to them. Oh okay. So right when I was about to give up on the Bold Type. I'm hoping that they're going to turn this I ship know. around. Not, I don't think not. I don't think much can be done with this episode that's going to air tonight. Right. No matter what changes they made, it's been filmed. Right. But since it is the season finale, hopefully, like we can honestly can just self correct season five, and we can. You know what? Both type. I'll do you a huge favor. I will just forget. Yeah. Uh, we will let bygones be bygones, and I will forget this yeah. storyline as long as you just get my girl cat back on the track that yeah. she was on 
and a lot of great shows sometimes have that oh my one God, season. So many season shows, you do. know, that like you just kind of like you have always, to grin and bear it yeah. through, and just like oh, you but, always hear writers being like, yeah, we messed that up. Yeah, for sure. But like this was like more than like messing it up because like it was. <sighs> Yeah, but playing with something that's very important to people's exactly, lives. Exactly, exactly. This is yeah. This is more than just a bad storyline. Story this line. is more than like Rory stealing a boat. Right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That's like a and it does make you wonder like what is going on in the writers' room that they would do this. Yeah. Like, it makes it do you like think I it's was like saying, different writers. I was saying like it feels like a different writers' room than the past three seasons that they got that they just like wiped out the whole team and like mm. started over. And these people didn't know, or like they were getting some like weird orders from the above that like yeah. we had to like turn cat around. And like, like Freeform is owned by like who's like the parent company of Freeform? Is it ABC? ABC. Yeah, I mean that's a pretty like you yeah. know conservative. But it's just like why in season four? I don't like, know. Beca- like is it is it really this age of Trump? Like I don't know. Like yeah, it just feels weird because like the whole point of the show is that these girls were supposed to be like breaking the rules right. and like going against it's like the young grain. girls in new york yeah like living their lives it gets messy yeah. it's like progressive it's like yeah supposed to be based in like a so, feminist ideology yeah so it'd be weird that they would just totally do the opposite yeah. of what the show was based on and like on this weird like we have to hear all sides bullshit yeah. like no we actually we don't actually don't <laughs> and they've never toyed with like i said that like i i pointed out one storyline where they had sutton who's one of the main characters um own a gun and that was kind of supposed to be like oh my god like conservatives exist mm-hmm. but that was like that's like kind of like the most they've ever done in terms of like and like when you explain it to me like it made it sense. made sense in storyline and it was just like yeah she was not like coming out as like pro-life she just you know she's kind of a white trash girl who owned a gun like whatever yeah it's supposed to be like country like she's yeah, just always she like you have to like country. protect your property yourself yeah and, like, and ha- but like have a gun. never have they done this like yeah like the other side has some points yeah <laughs> points were made like, yeah no points were not made like whenever they've shown the negative like conservatism in a negative it's always been in a negative way right it's never been like because it's like we're gonna have cat fall in love or like with a trumpster with a trumpster with a wealthy with a privileged wealthy, white trumpster yeah. like who's like the ceo of some like massive corporation yeah. like i think she was like like she i think like one of the like first like an oil company or that's something. what i was about to say yeah. i was about to say isn't like, it like one of the what? first times we meet her she's in a conversation about fracking yeah or something like, like that yeah it's like really crazy it's, it's like, just wild and it's just like whenever i've seen like the previous couple episodes it was very much like right like this is a progressive feminist show if you're watching it it's because you want to see that and you want to enjoy it and you yeah. want to see like different individuals that you don't normally see on television Mm -hmm. but this season it's very much like they're very like acutely aware that like middle america exists and they're trying to make sure that they give them a voice in the show as well and i just don't know why why they decided to do that why because it's like no idea there's no debate it's like should we keep children in cages or should we not it's like we'll hear from both sides tonight (laughs) no so hopefully that was really great to see her really put her deck out in line and like yeah. saying so many of us have been thinking and and no qualms about it she wasn't really tip she wasn't tiptoeing she made this very thoughtful statement yeah 
Um, she just said the she truth. Said she the literally truth. said what was happening. And I wonder if like that's like the power of social media mm-hmm. because like she was able to see on Twitter and Instagram yeah. that all the fans were feeling this way. Yeah. And like I think she was already because the fact that she already like referenced the two other characters hetero relationships uh-huh. and the kind of screen time they got. Yeah. She was already realizing that mm-hmm. they were treating her character and her romance yeah. stories differently. Yeah. But I wonder if seeing on Twitter everyone saying like what is going on yeah. with Kat this season. This is if it gave her kind of like the momentum to, the push to be yeah, like you know what I think, so too. I think so. Everyone else is speaking out about this. I feel the same way. Mm-hmm. Let me say my piece. Yeah. And I can't imagine the show weren't seeing those tweets because like I told yeah, like, like they t- they'll retweet positive tweets about the bull type. So all they have to do is search. I know I know what they're doing is just searching the bull. Yeah, type it's definitely Twitter. someone's job to just like yeah. search. So and like I've done that, and I'm telling you, ninety nine percent of the comments are like, "What the hell is going on?" And then they'll get one being like, "I love the bull type," and then, mm-hmm. then they'll they'll retweet that one comment. Mm-hmm. So I and I like I remember searching and like seeing that one comment, then going to the bull types Twitter profile and seeing how that they retweeted that one comment. I was like, "Well, then they they sure as hell are seeing these other negative They've seen comments." Them all. Yeah, for sure. And so yeah, she's definitely was too. Yeah. So, and yeah. I, and um, her two other co-stars reposted yes showing their solidarity so i you know i think her. you know that's it matters to like have support just uh, support her system on her own yeah that can often happen with cast members you know for sure all the time yeah so i give them credit for like definitely you know supporting her and like because yeah having her back because i mean there's no sure thing in this business no sure she's one of the, one of the three stars but they could d- easily. Yeah, this isn't like Sex and the no, City. No, this like, is not Sex and the City. She could have easily lost her job. For yeah. This. I mean, she's basically calling for people to lose their jobs. She's calling for those, like, for them to change the writer's room, which involves some people well, losing. We could just, like, add more jobs. I'm sure, but maybe. Whatever needs to happen. But so, yeah, major props to her because I'm sure that there's a, a girl who's. 16 right now figuring out their sexuality for sure and seeing cat on television and that is world changing for them and that's breaking Mm. their world open and giving them the power to be who they are and be themselves and again like that is why these aren't just silly tv shows like when you don't have anything else because as queer kids you never like there aren't just a plethora of examples of what queer love looks like it's so important to see these things on screen and Santana and Naya Rivera was that for me as a teenager I'm sure Kat Edison is that for a teenager right now and so I hope for that girl's sake that they're fixing the storyline and turning the ship around and giving someone else hope to be who they are and be proud of who they are um yeah and that's that on that I hope I didn't ramble too much. No, <laughs> and cry oh my too god, much. You, it was amazing. Um, thank you for listening. This has been another episode of. I'm definitely overthinking this. We're overthinking so much, but uh, that was therapeutic. Yes, and it I'm really glad was. That you said your piece on it. It needed to be said, and it was really important. Yeah, um, yeah, definitely. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. I'm your host, Aliyah Rahim, and I'm Dara. We're in college, working part-time, waiting tables Left a small town, never looked back I was a flight risk with the fear of falling Wondering why we bother with love if it never lasts 
Ever. 